Story and a song, story and a song, words and music, they belong. Story and a song, story and a song, hope that you will sing along. Kia ora, I'm Tanya Bad. And I'm Peter Forster. And we'd like to welcome you to A Story and a Song, a storytelling podcast for children from the Batcave. We have got the final of Marip the Sheep. Yeah, this story has to finally finish. Oh. Yeah, well, like I said, everything comes to an end, and I think four episodes of Marip the Sheep. It's right. enough. It's enough. Aww, I like stories with sheep in it. Yeah, well, you know, maybe another time we might make up a different story. But. Can you remember what we had to put in the story this week? Um, oh, yeah, we had to put in a um, a flying purple house. Yes, or was that from the week before? Maybe. Flying house was one of them. Flying house was one of them. Oh, yep. Um, a golden dragon's egg. Oh, yep, yep. a golden dragon's egg. Um, oh... I remember. That was Jude's suggestion. It was a giant nose who was a professional basketball player. What? I know. No, you meet them every day. That's right. Giant noses who can play basketball. Mm. Hmm. And there was one more thing, I think. Oh, yeah, I remember. It was like a whole choir who were singing songs of love and joy and peace. That's right. Yeah, that's it. That's what we have to put in the final installation of Marip the Sheep. Woo! Okay, so if you've missed some of the chapters of Marip the Sheep, you can, of course, find them on our podcast, A Story in a Song, Musical Stories for Children. Oh, do you think some people might have missed a few chapters? Well, they might have. All right, you get yourself comfortable, Bat Lamb. Right. Okay, let's just get ourselves sorted here. Marty mm. the sheep. Now, if I remember rightly, last time they had just... Um, that's right, they had met the Oracle Rubbish Bin on the top of the singing volcano. That's right. That's right. And... He had told them that they had to go and find the haunted purple house. Ah, that's the haunted purple house. Yeah, okay. So, that's where the story... They'd flown off. Well, they'd flown off. That's right. They managed to secure themselves another chocolate biscuit. Nothing short of a miracle. So, are you all ready for the final installment of Mari the Sheep? I'm ready. Here we go. The three friends floated through the sky until the singing volcano and the oracle rubbish bin disappeared far beneath them, and all they could see were great, white, fluffy clouds. You know, said PP, those clouds look a lot like sheep, like you, Marip. Don't you think so, Speedy? But Speedy, the elephant, had her eyes tightly clenched shut. Uh, just tell me when we get back on the ground, said Speedy. I'm pretty sure elephants aren't supposed to fly through the air. Or sheep, said Muddy. Or pigs, added Pee-Pee. Um, how long do you think that that flying chocolate biscuit magic is going to work for, Muddy? 
I don't know, but I hope the magic doesn't wear off too quickly. It feels like we are a long way from the ground. When all of a sudden, Pee-Pee shouted, Ah! What's that? I can't see anything, said Speedy. That is because your eyes are closed, replied Pee-Pee. Speedy cautiously opened one eye and looked, and there, moving towards them at high speed, was a large purple flying house. Uh, that looks very much like a flying house, said Speedy. Uh, pretty sure houses aren't supposed to fly either, said PP, adding it to the long list of things that shouldn't be flying but currently were. Uh, it's coming straight towards us! Oh no, we're going to crash into it. And sure enough, the purple house was on a collision crash course with the three friends. <gasps> we're going to die, said Speedy. Can't you do something, my leap? Asked Pee-Pee. Like what? I don't know, like flap. I'm a sheep, not a bird. I don't have any wings, I can't steer. Oh God, look squealed Speedy, shutting her one open eye. And all three of them cried out. As the house hurtled towards them, but that might have been the end of our three friends, except at the last minute, the front door of the house opened and the three friends flew inside. And they crash landed on the floor of the purple flying house. Are we dead? asked Speedy. Um, I don't think so, said Murray. The three friends untangled themselves and sat up and looked around. They were sitting in a room that was shaped like a basketball court with goals at either end. And in the centre of the court was a table and sitting on it was a great golden egg. Hello! Hello! Is anyone home? Asked Marty. I wonder who would live in a flying purple house that has a basketball in it and a golden egg? Asked Pee-Pee. And just as the thought had left Pee-Pee's mouth, a door opened and a huge red bulbous nose shuffled into the room. Oh, we have guests, said the nose. Sorry! We didn't mean to barge into your house, started Marty. It, it, it just sort of crashed into us. Oh yeah, we're, we're accidental visitors. There's no such thing as an accident, said the nose, wrinkling itself. You're Pink the Pink, you're Speedy the Cycle Courier, and you... The nose swung itself to point at Marip. Ah, Marip the Sheep, who has... Much wool. Well, how do you know that? said Speedy incredulously. I knows many things, sniffed the nose, and I've been expecting you. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Sean Probiscus. Sean Probiscus? exclaimed Speedy. You're the pro basketball player. Correct, said Sean with a wiggle of delight at being recognised. Well, uh, you're, you're not how I imagined you would look, said Speedy. What do you mean? 
well, I imagined you'd be um, uh, taller. The nose pulled itself up to its full height. I have other strengths. The nose turns attention back to Murray. Righty-ho, now Murray, I challenge you and your friends to a friendly game of basketball. First to score wins. Um, sport isn't one of my strengths, said Murray. If you win, I'll help you get rid of all your wool. Uh, uh, what if we lose? asked Speedy. If you lose, you will suffer the consequences of gravity, said Sean Proboscis. What does he mean, we'll suffer the consequences of gravity, said Pee to Muddy. Muddy turned and looked at the door and gulped. I think he means we'll be thrown out of the flying house. Right, let's start, commanded the nose, who gave an enormous inhale. <laughs> And the golden egg flew off the table and lodged itself into Sean's nostril. Oh, gross! exclaimed Pee-Pee. I'm not sure if I want to touch that ball. I mean, egg. The nose gave a snorty sneeze. And the golden egg flew out of his nose and towards the net and would have scored a goal had Speedy not stretched out her trunk and intercepted it. Hey, you're not the only one who knows how to play basketball, said Speedy, throwing the egg towards Marip. The egg bounced off Marip's luscious wool coat, through the air and towards the goal at the far end of the room. But again the nose inhaled and the egg shot back towards it. The nose shuffled to the left, bouncing the egg just in front of its nostril, covering it in snot. That is the grossest dribble I have ever, ever seen, said Pee-Pee. There is no way I am touching that egg. Yeah, that was one foul move, agreed Marty. But Speedy wasn't deterred as the nose exhaled, sending the egg flying once again towards the goal. Speedy intercepted the egg and began to make her way back down towards the other goal at high speed. Wow, Speedy's really, really... Speedy! Marie finished Pee-Pee's sense. Speedy was about to shoot when the nose gave an enormous sneeze. And once again, the egg flew back towards the goal. But once again, Speedy intercepted. She grabbed that golden egg. She ran down and she was about to throw the egg. When a whole lot of sneezy snot shot towards her. She dodged the snot but teetered off balance as she lobbed the egg towards the goal. It was the classic circus shot. Marip and Pee watched the egg go up spinning through the air. And as it came down, it slipped through the goal. We won! Shouted Pee and Marip running towards Speedy and throwing their arms around the elephant. Exclaimed Pee-Pee. More than amazing, you are spectacular, added Murray. Where did you learn to play basketball like that? Oh, I'm just a cycle courier on the weekend. My day job is doing basketball act in a local circus. <laughs> but suddenly, their conversation was drowned out 
by the sounds of hundreds of voices singing. And the song went like this. Victory, victory, Marie, the sheep is finally free. Praise now the brand new dawn, Marie, the sheep must now be shorn. But I don't want to be a big snotty nose, protested Marie. I, I, I like being a sheep. I, I, I just want to be a sheep with less wool. Shorn, not shorn, corrected the nose. You're going to be shorn by Shorn. I'm very confused, said PP. <laughs> Me too, added Speedy. But the nose sucked the golden egg towards it and tossed it up in the air. And this time as it fell to the floor, it smashed open to reveal a pair of golden shears, probably all the way from Tikawiti. Well, I'm going to have to leave you to imagine how a large nose could use a pair of golden shears to shear a blue sheep with way too much wool, while a choir of creatures sung songs of peace and love that went something like this. Imagine there's just enough wool It's easy if you try And we all know that you have excellent imaginations because you helped us create this crazy, strange story. Marip the sheep was last free of her burdensome fleece and free to return to her flock. Speedy gave up cycle curing and became a full-time pro basketball player. And PP the pig acted as her manager, promoting plant-based protein for athletes. And everyone lived happily ever after, just as they should. And that is the end of Mari the Sheep. Wow, that was quite the ending. It was, wasn't it? Pretty exciting. Do any of you play basketball? Oh, yep, there's a few people who play basketball there. Wow. Can you imagine a big red snotty nose playing basketball? Well, uh, that is pretty weird. Yep. <laughs> but it was a pretty weird story. It had all kinds of cool elements in it. Well, I'm glad Mudeep's happy now. I like stories that have a happily ever after. Yeah. <laughs> and we had the classic quest going on, though, which the was quest, really cool. We did. Had the classic quest. The classic quest. With the quest. singing volcano and visiting the oracle. Oh, yeah, I like the bit where they had to eat peaches and it made them bounce up and down. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah the haunted farm. Yeah, <laughs> the friends finding each other. That was quite the tale. Yeah. Aww. Well, time flies when we're having stories and our time together has come to an end. But thank you for all persevering with our Yeah, thanks for all hiccups. your wonderful ideas. Yeah, thanks for all your ideas. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, have a lovely time. Have some adventures. Okay. Okay, see ya. Bye-bye. Bye. Paul Marie. Bye.
Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to be part of our podcasts, you can join the Bat Cave or support us by purchasing books and audios from our website, www.imagined-worlds.net.